0: you. Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast, a podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale, who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in, and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the dead knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, Bodio Bodiwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife, and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. So the other day I was at the supermarket and my eye caught a bag of pasta, macaroni to be precise, and right in front of it was high in protein. Like I did a double take. I was like, huh? This pasta, high in protein. Of course, I picked it up and I read the label and I just shook my head. Today we are talking about food labels and the importance of understanding exactly what the labels are saying as opposed to what they want us to think they're saying. Because as humans, there is something that we do. We let down our guard when something seems to come across from an expert, right? And when we see food labels, we tend to believe what it is that they are saying. But trust me, three quarters of the time, they are lying. There's no other, <laughs> there's no other way to say it. They are lying. And if you're on a weight loss or fitness journey, It is very, very important to understand exactly what the label is telling you, as opposed to, again, what it is that you're reading. And before we go further, I have a free ebook on this that goes into much, much, much more detail, so I'm going to add that to the show notes. You can download that later and, yeah, run with it. But I'm just going to give you a brief overview in this podcast episode. About food labels, what to look out for, the most important things to understand, and then how to start using this for success on your journey. Because the world we live in now, a lot of us eat packaged foods, not out of them, um, not out of um, our own desires, so to speak, but because the way the our world is structured, <laughs> who's going to start making their own pasta from scratch, for example, that kind of thing. So... That's what we're talking about today. But before we go into that, how are you? How's your weekend? How's your weekend going? I love all the feedback from um at least the feedback I've gotten so far from the episode on parenting, right? And I'm sure we're going to touch on your part too soon. But like I said, we're talking about food labels today. Now, what does the dictionary define a label as? Basically, it's a small piece of paper fabric, plastic or similar similar material attached to an object and giving information about it. This is the most important part of the definition for me because that little thing is supposed to give you information about what it is that you're holding. So let's use this pasta for example, right? It's one of the most popular brands here in Nigeria. I don't use it personally, right? But that was the one that caught my eye. And so I picked up this bag of pasta this bag of macaroni and it said high in protein now if i am not and see i must one of the most annoying people you can go to supermarket with because i will read every label I will Google the brand if it's a brand I'm unfamiliar with. I will at times check reviews and all. Why? Because I understand that things are not always what they seem when it comes to labels, right? And the first thing I want you to take note of is there is always an angle and everybody's trying to sell you something. There is always an angle. When it comes to packaged foods, that's what we're focusing on right here, right? there is always an angle. And the angle is profit for the manufacturer. So most times we're looking at this and they're trying to tell us, oh, this is nutritious, this is the best, this, this is best, that. But you need to keep in mind at the back of your head that the biggest motive, the greatest motive behind the manufacturer putting that food on the shelf is profit. So when you start to understand that, you are going to go in there with the mindset that This person has an angle that is not necessarily the best intentions for me. That's the truth of the matter. Because for a food to be processed in such a way that it can stay on the shelves for a long, long time, certain compromises have to be made in the production of that food. Because you have to ensure that it does not go bad. It can last so that the manufacturer makes their money from putting that food on the shelf. So that is one perspective mindset shift that I need you to have going forward, right? So like we said, a label is a piece of information basically telling you about the food, right? So usually when you pick up a food, you see the name and then immediately you start to see things about it. It is high in this, it is good for this, it is blah, 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 it is this free, it is that free, it is enriched. You see so much grammar. And again, like I said, human nature, when something comes across as being put forward by an expert, We subconsciously believe it. And so you throw it in the car. But now what I want you to do is start to flip over, right? You start to flip over and we start to go and look at the nutrition values at the back. But I'm jumping ahead of myself, right? Because that's where we are ultimately going. We don't have the time to go into every single detail. So like I said, I have a free ebook on that. It's totally free and all that, right? But labels are important. They're important because they tell you what to expect from the food but because language is a very very subtle you know tool that can be used to mean this or can be used to mean that if you don't understand what it is then you can easily be fooled so let me blow your mind for example do you know that food manufacturers are allowed to be off by 20 percent when they are reporting calories in a food i'll take that again food manufacturers are legally allowed to under report calories in a food by 20%. So that what that means basically is that if you pick up something now and it tells you that this thing is actually 200 calories, more than likely it is 220 calories. Why? Because it pays them to go on the lower end so that you think it's a lower calorie food and you pick it up. Remember what I was saying about motive? Also, there are things like when they say that something is fat-free, sugar-free, that's usually a lie because they also have a percentage that they can work with to claim that something is free of that particular food product. So you see what I'm saying? That when you go into the supermarket, I need you to come from the angle of this person wants to make profit. It's not necessarily the best thing for me. Right? And so I'm going to happen on in this... Um, Podcast on just three major things. Again, at the risk of repeating myself, all the details (laughs) are in the ebook. But I just, when I saw that pasta, you know, I was like, macaroni care, how important that macaroni we are talking about, a cup of it has about eight grams of protein and about 40 something grams of carbs. So basically, they are lying to you. That is not the truth. That is not what is in that food. But somebody who has heard all over that, like protein is good for us, we need to eat more protein to hit our weight loss and fitness goals, Yeah, yeah, yeah. in many seasons like, okay, high in protein peaks continues to consume, and then says that I am not losing weight, it's not working. This is not bashing macaroni or carbs or saying that, but, but this is where understanding comes in. Because if all you did was flip over that pack of pasta, look through the nutrition, uh, nutritional values, you know, where you see carbs, protein, fiber, sugars, yada, 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 and all that, and then you have just a bit of understanding of how to read a nutrition label, you realize that that is false marketing, right? And so keep it in mind that your goals. Your goals, to a large extent, need a bit of precision. I'm not saying that you need to become a nutritionist or a coach, but it needs a basic understanding of what it is. For example, we all grew up thinking that beans was protein. They'll say, oh, eat beans, it's protein, it's protein. Yes, it contains some um, plant protein. But guess what? It is carbs. It is majorly carbs. Just as I gave you the example of the pasta, eight. Grams of protein, as opposed to for something grams grams of carbs. How are we going to say that that food is high in protein? For goodness' sake, right? So three major things when it comes to weight loss, and I'm saying and I'm, I'm focusing on weight loss here, things I issue. But for health, for everything, again, go check the ebook. The first one is that you want to take note of calories per serving. This is where a lot of people fall into the trap. And we're gonna have a whole podcast on our calories really just calories, especially when it comes to weight loss. But here we're talking about calories per seven. This is where a lot of people fall into the trap. Again, remember what I said about profit being the main um goal for all these companies and all, right? So imagine you pick up a pack of chips. Maybe your coach or somebody has told you that you need to be eating 1,500 calories in a day to lose weight. You're like, okay, I can work with that. You look at it and you're like, oh, this pack of chips contains 45 calories. Ah, that's fantastic. Oh, by the time I eat this, I eat this, I eat that. I can fit in this 45 calories. should be about calories in versus calories out, right? Good you go eat the bag of chips and then you're like oh my god because it's so low calorie i can even be eating it every day this way i won't feel deprived and all that and i understand because it's not really about deprivation for me when i have seen things work with clients we need to keep things as um normal as possible as healthy as possible but as normal as possible so that um diet fatigue doesn't set in and all that but shalape let's say shalape right is on this diet and it's not working, and she's like, I'm not losing weight, but I'm within my calories. Then I asked the coach, maybe, then says, Show me what you're eating. And she shows me the bag of chips. And I'm like, Did you see that this thing is actually 45 calories per seven? Not forty-five calories for the whole bag. And so by the time we calculate what servings are in there, you now find out that maybe there are five servings in that bag. And so when she thought she was eating 45 calories, she was actually eating five times 45, which at the end of the day is about 235 calories. Now, to somebody, it might sound like two hundred and thirty-five calories is not much, but let's look at this. If she's supposed to be eating one five calories per day and she left enough space for 45 calories or let's say 50 calories for ease of calculation, let's say the bag of chips is 50 calories, right? At the end of the day all her meals are like 100 of one one thousand four hundred and fifty calories then she's like i'm leaving a bag i'm leaving i'm leaving 50 calories for my bag of snacks right so in her mind she's eating one five calories but ideally she's eating 1700 calories because each bag is 250 calories yes so that is 200 calories extra now multiply that 200 calories by 7. And so over the course of the week, she's eating 1,400 calories more than she thinks she's eating. And she's struggling to lose weight and wondering you right because she's doing everything right. So the first thing you need to note when it comes to labels and weight loss is you need to pay attention to the serving size that is there. Because again, these companies, their goals are or their goal is rather profit. That is a profit. And so even the healthiest foods, oh, if the chips are oven baked. They are made from real potatoes. They are blah, 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 blah. You still need to look at the health serving size. There's this particular snack I love. Um, it's a pineapple mixed with nuts and coconut. And the thing that, and the truth of matter is most health foods, snack foods, are made from high calorie foods. Now, a pineapple on its own, a cup of pineapple, chopped up is just about 74 calories but if i take that pineapple i take out all the liquid i take out all the fiber i dry it up and make it into a chewable snack the calories have gone up exponentially because i am now taking all the sugar right so rather than having a cup of fresh pineapple i now have that fresh pineapple can only probably make maybe two or three strips of um the dry pineapple for a snack because it has to be dehydrated and all right. So, to now make it into a snack that is okay for me, I might be eating how many times of that and then the calorie increases. So, if you go to the supermarket and just look at that bag of snacks, I'm like, oh, it has pineapple, it has coconut, which is another one that is a bit high in calories because of the oil, right? I it has coconut, it have nuts again, a low oil. And you put it, it is very healthy, but calorie dense. And so that particular bag of um, snacks I'm talking about, that bag, (laughs) that bag is almost a thousand calories. And what's inside? I can eat. I've done it before. Eat the whole thing in the blink of an eye because it's very little. And then what these bags do also, what these companies do also, is the snack will be there very little. Then they'll puff up the rest of the air. So you think it's plenty. So that bag is actually supposed to be about four servings. Who on earth ever picks up a then sits down and starts dividing it? Jumpstart. So you need to pay attention to serving size because this could be a big saboteur of your goals. You just don't know that you are over it. And it gets frustrating. Trust me, I know when it's like I'm doing everything right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm focusing on healthy foods, I'm doing everything, but I can't seem to shake the weight loss. This might be an angle you want to look at if packaged foods and snacks are a big part of your diet. Now, today's not the day where we're we're, we're going to be talking about, oh, ideally, you should not have this and this and that, right? We're just talking about labels here and all, but trust me, we are going to get to that topic sometime down the road. The second thing I want you to keep in mind is nutritional content. Does it actually have what it says it has? So I've alluded to this briefly when I was talking about the pasta here. About its claims about being high in protein, but it has how many times? Like three times more than the carbs, yes? And all right. So you want to understand what food is actually saying. I've taught my children this. It's all so amazing. When we go to the supermarket, the first thing they do is pick up the label and then flip it on. And they're like, Mama, they're lying. This doesn't have what he says, blah, 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 blah. Because I have taught them that you need to look at the first and second ingredient that is listed to know what that food is made up of most. You will find foods that claim that they're high in this, they're high in that. By the time you turn it around, the ingredient that they used to sell you in front, maybe whole grains or um, maybe, you know, something healthy. You will look and it is number 10 on the ingredients list. That means that thing is barely in that food. So you flip over most foods. The first thing you see is sugar. Just know that that food is three quarters sugar. Do you so you need to understand that the most important it is labelled in order in it. It doesn't decrease in decreasing quantity, decreasing amount. So the first is the highest. The second is the second highest. The third is the third highest. Even by as far as I'm concerned, by the time it's going to the third, then there's a problem, because if you tell me that a food is high in, for example, protein, a particular kind of protein, and then I'm finding you listing it. If you tell me it's high in protein, for example, and then I'm finding maybe whey, which is supposed to be the main protein in it, is the sixth ingredient, and there's only 8%. And, but in front, on the label, you have claimed that this is high in protein. So that's the se- second thing you really need to be on the lookout for, especially if you are being macro-conscious and nutrition-conscious when you are on your weight loss journey. Because that food might not have what it says it had. I see this a lot with protein bars. I see it a lot with protein bars. I see it a lot with uh, so-called health foods, right? You see something that says it's high in protein. And then by the time you look, the carbs are like 70%. If the carbs are 70%, how can you tell me that this thing is high in protein? And it's also dangerous for people who maybe are on um who maybe have to watch their carpenter, for example, like diabetics and all that, right? And then blood sugar is not coming down, and you're wondering what is going on. So please let's be aware that when you flip it over, don't don't just believe the claim that is in front of the food. Flip it over and understand what it is saying. Because that will save um a lot of, um, a, a lot of stress as things are going down and they just bring to it. So my kids is always so funny when they, maybe they say something has is natural or something that they, they flip it up and they're like, no, mama, this doesn't have, it's, and it's something you can teach your kids also. they will be like, oh, they're lying. This thing actually doesn't have orange in it. This thing doesn't actually have, um, real fruit in it because I can't see that. Maybe it's just a flavoring or the percentage is so low that it doesn't exist. Right? And then the last one we're going to look at is, you know, I said at the beginning that words can be used so cleverly for marketing purposes and not to your benefit. Right? So if you look at it, and this happens a lot with sugar, when they tell you something is low sugar in front, (laughs) I beg of you, flip it and read it. Sugar can be masqueraded in so many ways, it can be put there as is syrup. It can be put there as, you know, just different things that you are not even cognizant of, like you don't even understand that this thing is actually, you know, this thing is actually not what it says it is, right? So I'm going to list out some few names for sure. I'm not expecting you to cram it. Again, I said this is um, all listed out in my ebook, but I just want to, I just want to bring to your, you know, notice how <laughs> how insidious this can be and again like i said for somebody who maybe is on a weight loss journey i'm um, sorry who is on a health journey that the doctor has said okay you need to bring down your um, blood sugar and all that and everything and then you are eating this thing that says no sugar meanwhile it is made up of 50 percent sugar right so you can see they say no added sugar but it can have different things. Sugar comes under different names: beet sugar, brown sugar, buttered sugar, cane sugar, castor sugar, coconut sugar, date sugar, golden sugar. Should I keep going? Evaporated cane juice, right? Syrup, caramel, golden syrup, high fructose, corn syrup, honey, agave, nectar, malt syrup. Then it can be barley malt, molasses, cane juice, cruisa, lactose, corn sweet So many names for sugar. But you are thinking it is low sugar. You are thinking that this thing is sugar free. But again, we can get away with so many things legally. That it's just basically a trap. So these three things, especially if weight loss is your goal and you tend to have quite a bit of processed foods in your diet, in your nutrition. And again, like I said, I'm not judging. I'll prefer Moderately processed food, but I know that things happen. For some of us we travel a lot Excuse me for some of us life is just really busy or for some of us It's just overwhelming to try to make every little thing I understand But I just wanted to bring this to your awareness to help you to guide your choices even as you are making you know um, Up your lists at home or you're in the supermarket again Take your time to read them all. And one thing, I'll leave one tip that helps say If you find a good a brand that is good, that you're familiar with, then stick with it. That's what I do. Because I already know, okay, what this has and all that. And then, if you for any reason have to change a brand, please take your time to read it because, take your time to go through it. Take your time to understand what's really in your food. Because it does make a great deal of difference for weight loss and for health i trust you got value from this you know somebody who needs to listen to this just share with them or just take a screenshot sh- share to your instagram stories tag me i love to hear from you guys it's monday guys oh and it's the week of love Ooh. <laughs> it's about to be valentine's day so um i trust that we all have something planned for us personally as opposed to your partner yes that is good and all that but just ensure you take some time to do something nice for yourself All right. And I will speak to you on Thursday. Have a blessed, productive, and super beautiful week.